BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Tricaris, bitches. Wait, have we talked about... I, I just like to go into things. Of course. Um, and have you... Do, you... do you watch Game of Thrones? Did we talk about this I, last week? I, am, I don't watch it avidly. I've oh, seen episodes God. here and there. Yeah, my boyfriend's a huge, huge fan. So I understand bits and pieces of what's happening. I watched some of the episodes last season, but I'm not like fully immersed are you for i don't understand i know you are but i don't understand how someone can just be a fair weathered i know it game of thrones it's it's so amazing that if you see it once you you i'm with you i fully uh, fundamentally understand why people love game of thrones i think it's because i didn't start watching it my ex-boyfriend watched it and i would like see an episode here and there and it was just too rich of an environment to get caught up in or get caught up on that I was like okay this is a lot for my brain to handle I'm gonna stick to reality television for a bit and then like maybe come back and get caught up and then I saw the red wedding and it ruined me from going back and watching anything so I was like that's a spoiler that is really unfortunate yeah so unfortunate okay this is this is what I'm gonna tell you yeah before I give you your introduction okay I think that you've been given this gift Mm -hmm. like that you haven't seen everything yeah i'm still a virgin in that area yeah and so i think that what you should do is watch it on your like computer yeah in your bed or something right stick headphones in and put on closed captioning and then have your phone around so that you can well or get caught up you can pause it and look up things. Yeah. And it's a whole interact. You feel like you're in it. It's like interactive. True, true, true. And, but see, I saw a bunch of episodes last season. I cannot remember if I saw the very last episode. I'm pretty see, sure. See, then it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I'm saying start from the absolute beginning. I've, I've started from the beginning a million times. I rewatch and see, rewatch. I'm not one of those people that rewatches like full seasons or uh, full like you know chapters of stuff that i like i can't rewatch movies even if i love them it feels so what? weird because i know what's gonna happen exactly it's so comforting <laughs> i love to know what's gonna happen i would actually prefer to like the first time i'm seeing a movie to yeah. know what's gonna happen well see i'm also not and i've gotten better but i'm not um a good movie watcher i didn't grow up watching movies and so my attention span or like my the first thing that comes to mind when someone says do you want to watch a movie i go i can't like dedicate that concentrated amount of time to just watching a movie which is nuts because i'll watch a full netflix series like binge for six hours but the idea of watching a movie for an hour and a half is like no no i'd rather you be are doing... so fucking weird it's so weird yeah ladies and gentlemen grace helbig Yay! oh my goodness so uh, i have her here and i did her podcast a couple weeks back yes not, uh, too, deep. not too deep and um uh I like you a lot. Vice I think versa. you're really fucking funny. And I fell into a deep hole of your YouTube videos oh, yesterday. No, yeah, there's so a lot of them. I, I, I want to know how you mm. describe what you are because you're way more successful than anyone I know. But I don't know how to say because you do so much. It's that. What do you? 
you're a superstar no 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 <laughs> no but that's what it, it, it's yeah and that's the thing about being quote like a youtuber is that people always ask like what do you how do you describe what you do yeah and because you end up doing a lot of different things yes i don't think i do one thing very very well like certain like people that are directors do that one thing very well you you're yourself very well thanks yeah i think it, you just sort of a uh, Hey, get it. I hate when that happens in public. <laughs> I hate when that happens in public. Sorry. No worries. Um, I think, yeah, you end up like wearing a bunch of hats. I think it's best to say entertainer because it's kind of like across the board. Because uh, it's like you're kind of like a comedian. Yeah. You're also an actor. You do your own videos. You've ch- hosted shows. Yeah. You do live shows. Well, I started out doing improv comedy in New York like eight or nine years ago and that's where I met my best friend Mamrie Hart and I was doing the whole like doing improv shows like three or four times a week auditioning for commercials and tv and film and just getting like no 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 and then decided that's like when YouTube kind of started and so my roommate and I at the time we just graduated college and moved to Brooklyn uh, started making videos just for fun. We would come back at the end of the day from working and sit down in front of our computer because we didn't have cameras. We just used a little eyesight on our like MacBook computers. Yeah. And would film ourselves and edit these vlogs together and just post them for fun because she was trying to get into editing. And so, yeah, we did that. And then this website found our videos and asked me to come host a series for them um, in like 2008. And then just started making YouTube videos since then. And all these other like opportunities started happening. But it was crazy when it first started because YouTube was like in the comedy world seen as this very um, sort of embarrassing thing, like a lesser form of comedy. Wait, so I was going to this is one of my questions that yeah. I was going to ask you, because, you know, in every single world, mm-hmm. ev- there's it, it, it's clicky and there are different stereotypes about uh, with how people are like okay certain you know reality people or right. like fashion bloggers they're the right. fucking worst oh fashion bloggers suck oh ass <laughs> and then okay there's the co- the comedy world but then the youtube world like yeah and the youtube world kind of combines all of those things which is back in like 2008 2009 i sort of hid the idea that i was making youtube videos from any of my comedy friends because it was seen as this like lesser form of comedy and in my brain the only way to become a tina fey or amy poehler was to make my own tv show or like get on snl yeah and so uh it was really embarrassing until one day a girl i started selling like merch of a t-shirt with a slogan on it that used to say years ago because that's what everyone started doing to make like some extra money and one time during an improv show they call our team out we run out and in the front row was a girl wearing the shirt and I was like, oh, my God, my two worlds are now colliding. This is so embarrassing. Oh, my God. It's like being caught cheating. Yeah. It's like if you were making out with another dude at a bar and someone. It's very like Housewives yeah. of New York. Like but in a really catching positive wins. way. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, you're talking to Dorinda today? I am. You haven't done it yet? No. Oh, my God. I will follow up and I want to hear every single bit Give, of listen. information about her. I love her. Speaking of one of the greatest comedians of our time, Dorinda is fantastic. She And she's so fucking nice. When I yeah. say she's the, one of the nicest housewives I've ever top three uh-huh. nicest housewives I've ever met. Really? Yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I want to, she just seems so genuine and she cares. She is. She's exactly what she's like on TV. That's really very, very reassuring to me. Uh, But yeah, it was one of those weird things. And then YouTube started to evolve into like this more legitimate platform. And then all the people that were in the comedy world are now figuring out how to like create a digital presence for themselves. And it's it's been really bizarre. It's been really strange. But yeah, I guess I describe myself just as entertainer because it's it's hard to hyphenate a bunch of different Were your parents like what 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 the fuck do you it's even hard for me because to explain to my parents I mean yes they know about Vanderpump Rules they've been on it and all that stuff but Mm -hmm. it's hard when I'm to explain like because they're like hey so what are you gonna do after this or like what are you gonna I'm like mom I'm I'm fine dad I'm 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 fine yeah I'm doing better than you're than you're doing I'm I'm totally fine I'm doing a lot of different things yeah I don't know how to explain right this but like my dad doesn't understand he's just now understanding like podcast he's just now under like getting it that's really sweet no my parents in the beginning when I said that I 
made videos from my apartment in Brooklyn they were that like, went on the like internet. They're like, you're a porn star. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. We can't tell our friends this. And then they've been so supportive that it's like, unbelievably sweet that they've figured it out as it's gone along my mom's been in videos with me my dad doesn't still doesn't like know how to get to the videos but my stepmom like shows him yeah uh but then I wrote a couple books and they got on New York Times bestseller list and that was like their moment that they're like we understand that we can tell our friends that cool that makes sense to us wait but how fucking amazing is that like what does that feel like um, to have, have be a New York Times number number one. Your first one was number one. Yeah, it's nuts. I cried, and it was uh, I was like in on book tour, like in the middle of book tour, and found out, and like cried in a hotel room by myself. Was just like this is nuts. And then you you know, and you do the same thing where you have so many like pots on the stove that you're trying to like keep things going mm-hmm. that you don't have a lot of time to reflect and like think like. I'm proud of myself, but occasionally you do look back and you're like, that was really fucking cool. And yeah. And when you hear like your parents actually understand something, then you're like, yes. oh, that's nice. I feel an extra sense of pride for making them proud. Well, so, yeah, I feel like the, the right up there with the with you being God, that's like, I would love to just walk into every party and be like, I'm a New York Times bestseller. Well, number it, one it's, became, author. it's a really arbitrary. It's amazing, but it's also a really arbitrary way that they create the list. It's not. I don't based give on, a shit. Well, I don't care. But then it was a whole wave of YouTubers making books became this trend. And a lot of YouTubers are New York Times bestsellers. And so it became this weird thing in the literary world of like all these YouTubers writing books. So now are the are the so now in the literary world that whole like that, that whole I don't know community exactly. now then they don't like I don't know how they regard the standard of like New York Times bestsellers because there was in the last like three years, four years, this wave of YouTubers writing books being like, Oh, we can sell books now? Cool. I'm gonna try and do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. And yeah, there was a lot of YouTubers that made the New York Times bestseller list that I think ruffled some feathers in like the actual literary world but uh who gives a shit yeah it's just people trying to be creative it's just the hustle yeah exactly I, i'm gonna give this to you you i your wikipedia is the longest fucking wiki- it's longer than marie antoinette's i'm pretty sure I, mm-hmm. it is it's like it stresses me out when i see it i don't know who got i mean god bless whoever put it together i'm gonna I talk to my publicist and be like why the fuck isn't my wikipedia like that it's so intense and i've tried to go in and delete so many things they used to have no, like don't when, do- but it used to be so specific that they would have like her parents got divorced when she was two years old and they remarried blah 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 blah, like x number of years later and i was like this is not what a wikipedia page should say none of this is interesting well that anyone. goes under personal life right that like in the but personal like, and the like, personal my parents segment. don't want this online and so it was that specific that i kept having to go in and be like guys i really appreciate you knowing all this stuff about me but like this is not necessarily to be like documented on wikipedia i don't think yeah, but it's yeah, it's so intense that it feels um, it feels a little awkward. No, it, they, it shows that you are a motherfucking hustler. I, I guess but you a are lot of this, the definition of a hustler. But it's a lot of the things that are on there are things like po- like doing this podcast episode will go up under like stuff I've done in like awards and things like that, that it's like everyone does this kind of stuff like you're if if someone were to put down every single thing that you've done like in media it would I'd look like a baller yeah it roll out the exact same way you know what I want to trick everyone into thinking that I'm a baller so I that will be my next my next thing on my to-do list there you go fix that fucking wikipedia (laughs) do people even like consider wikipedia pages like every time I go and check a wikipedia page before I interview anyone on my podcast because I looked at yours too I'm always second guessing what's true and what's not so i'm always hesitant to use any information from wikipedia because i'm like i know that there's a lot of like false information that gets put up there for jokes and shits and giggles and all of that so i'm always like i'm afraid wait, to ask someone i don't know wait, if this is i true. didn't know that was so i just found out that that's a thing that you can put fake stuff up yes because yeah. i've been tagged in this thing <laughs> i don't know if you remember this on Vanderbilt rules with sheena saying She's already come up with a name for her and Rob's future child, Madison Parks, Madison Parks Valletta okay. or whatever. So it became like this like little meme thing. And I would see it on Instagram. Like uh-huh. people would joke, just make little jokes about it because it was weird. Yeah. And it, under her Wikipedia, people keep tagging me in this. It says 
future or it says like unborn child madison marks valletta i'm like this is hysterical Mm -hmm. how did someone get act how did you so it's that's a thing yeah you can just go in and hit edit on someone's page and anyone can write in that's i'm pretty sure I've never done it before, but that's what I understand. Oh, my God. I'm going to write the weirdest shit. You had on a big my... weekend ahead of you. I am going to write <laughs> the weirdest shit all over my Wikipedia. There you go. It's I mean, I, it, 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 if it works, it's going to be a really fun time. Plus, if it comes from you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just make it like I'll, I'll do a list of likes. Yeah. Colon. There like, you go. Ranch dressing. The color blue. <laughs> Perfect. Golden Girls. Like um, just ran, just random shit. Yeah, I think that sounds that, great. Actually, it would you're give, basically just turning it into a dating profile now. Yes, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you know, things don't work out with my current boyfriend, and it know, seems like it's going really well. I know it is. It's it, which I'm scared. I'm, I'm always. Does that make you nervous? Yes. Yeah. I, 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 it makes me so nervous. So you're like, must find the problems. Where are the problems? Oh yeah, <laughs> I've tried picking fights, and it's it never works out. <laughs> Like, it's like, diffused so quickly. I'm out of uh, methods to make this. <laughs> to make it, yes. How long have you been with your current boyfriend? Um, almost a year now. Because yeah. I watched your uh, video. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Everyone needs to go look. I just, how do you, I just Googled, I just YouTubed your name. And yeah, that's, that's how I found your page. So, yeah, I've been making YouTube videos for like eight years. So there's, and the first when I say that I got hired by this company, it was this website called mydamnchannel.com. And we created this series called Daily Grace together. And it meant that I was making videos only for their website in like 2008. Um, I was going to make five videos a week, Monday through Friday, that like sat on their website because they had a bunch of other comedy music stuff on there. And it was just me talking every day to their audience being like, did you guys like this episode of this? What about this? What do you want to see next? And then that started to evolve into me being able to do my own comedy bits in my videos so that was two years where that uh series only lived on their website and not youtube and so in 2010 we moved that series over to youtube um so i had a channel on youtube called daily grace and i was making five videos a week and that's a lot it was a lot Um, and you so and you have to edit them and stuff yeah i was doing it all myself but the thing that sucked is that uh, the whole series was owned by this company called my damn channel and so when i realized that everyone else on youtube owned their own content i was like oh i'm fucked i made a terrible deal with this company right they own hundreds of videos that i've made i've posted i've edited i've promoted all of that and so we tried to make a deal with them in like 2012 so that I could get ownership of my videos. And this is, meanwhile, this YouTube channel, Daily Grace, had grown to like 2.4 million subscribers. What the actual fuck? Right. And so then I had to start over because they wouldn't give me ownership. No way. So I started a brand new channel in 2012, which is the one I have now, Grace Helbig. And so I had to start over from scratch. And it was like nuts and sad and a bummer. And But the great thing was like I made a ton of friends with YouTubers and they all... I wasn't like legally allowed to talk about and didn't really want to talk about the business side of it. And so a lot of them just pushed all of their like promotion to this new channel. So it passed like a million subscribers in like the first month, which was Are amazing. Are you joking? How... But so there's hundreds of videos. If you Google my name, it's like overwhelming and kind of like annoying. But there's literally from the past. I made five videos uh, a week for like five years straight. Yeah, something like that. Like I said, hustler. Yeah, nuts. What's the channel that I'm calling out that I want to drag? It's called My Damn Channel, but they no longer exist. So it's all for the best. But but if it's it's still up there. Yeah, somehow it's now called Daily You. Daily You? No one... (laughs) No one go to Daily You, okay? Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, there's that a ton is... of content. How do, you, how do YouTubers, how do, you, how do you even start and, like, grow and, like, get followers? How do people know to just look at your stuff? Like, how did you people just start looking at well, your stuff? It's so different now. So all of my answers for that question now are Oh, my are God. So... That's the most basic question I could have asked, but no, I don't. It's... And I know you probably have to answer it all the time. But it's but... the same thing that you get with, like, how do you deal with... How do you get people... Or how do you handle, like, people on your social media versus people watching on TV and that sort of thing? Like, yeah. how do you get people understanding who you really are and that it's edited and blah, blah, blah? Uh, we... I mean, it's basically... Uh, started making videos because it was fun. It got paid because it was it became a job. Um, then just it was consistency. I was making them every day and uploading them at 10 a.m. So people and then 
they kind of knew the same way that you watch a television show. Like, I know every day at 10 a.m., Daily Grace is going to have a video up. And then I made friends with my best friends, Hannah Hart and Mamrie Hart, and a bunch of other YouTubers. And so you collaborate with each other. You create videos for each other's channels. You cross-promote. And audiences just st slowly start to find you. Um, By, like, searching things well like, an audience grows i mean it's really word of mouth it's like shareable content so you yeah but to the, the amount of followers and and viewers that you have i mean that's it's it's but it's, it's it was next level shit yeah it's, it was slow over time like when you first started i always Every time I uploaded a video, I was like, this one's going to be the viral one. This one's going to be the one that gets me, a, you know, two million billion, you know, followers. And it never happened. Thank God. Because people other than Jenna Marbles, who to her like success created this viral video and has since maintained this like amazing career on YouTube, which is impossible to do because a lot of viral videos, people don't pay attention to who's doing that and they just pass it around and then they move on. I think in the beginning it was about genuine personalities. Same with like reality television. Right. That it's like you being yourself, people become fascinated by you. They feel like they have a, a conversation with you every day. They feel like they have a connection with you every day. And they come back because there is that two-way conversation. There's comments being left. You're responding to comments. It's not like TV. It's real people talking about like whatever they want to talk about. And then when uh, Mamrie and Hannah and I became friends, we started making videos together and then we made a movie together. And so I think people wanted, were vicariously feeling like they were part of our friendship. Right. And feeling the same way with like you and Katie and everyone, yeah. you know? And so it's, it's one of those things where you just sort of, you find the people that you stalk online and we all do the same thing. Yeah, it just blows my. I just feel like the reason why reality shows work is because they're fo they're forced. They're right in front of your face. They're on your t TV, like because you know to watch that network. Right, but now That's YouTube why... is TV. It's like kids it is in no, the next generation don't watch television they watch youtube and so that's where they're finding their content so it's like it's really kind of arbitrary but it also makes sense there's a lot of like new cliques of people that sort of all rise together that are almost like their own pockets of reality television shows that are all kind of like um growing together which makes sense to me it's like patterns repeating themselves Wait, so are, do you do the YouTubers get along with like the old Vine kids? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a whole group of kids that are hugely popular now that started on Vine that all when Vine died moved over and now they've become YouTubers and they're like massive, massive, massive YouTubers. Mm -hmm. And there's a yeah, I'm friends with a lot of them. There's there's obviously like pockets of friendships. Uh, I don't really know because I feel like an older generation. I feel like the senior in high school and I don't know who all the freshmen are now. Right. And who gets along with who. And like, because it's a business. Oh, I love that shit. It's nuts now when I hear stories or rumors about someone being difficult to work with or someone asking for an insane amount of money. I'm like, what are you doing? I said yes to everything for free and I hustled yeah. as much as I could because I assumed the internet was going to go away tomorrow and I just want to feel okay. Listen, it's not. I want Vanderpump Rules to move to YouTube. Yeah. I want, I want the kids to start like, watching. Why Listen. don't you guys, yeah. you guys should start a YouTube channel? I mean, ancillary content, you guys just answering questions would be, I'm just saying, if you need a uh, digital manager right here. I need your like um, business mind. I need you to just. I don't even have a business mind. Yes, you do. My friend Hannah has a business mind and a lot of what my career has been modeled off of me getting advice and help from her and being like, help me figure this out. So that's my biggest piece of advice is like surround yourself with people that know what they're doing more than you do. That's so true because yeah. I never know what I'm doing. And I just will always say that to the people that I do surround myself with. I'm like, listen, I'm talent. Yeah, <laughs> I say to everyone, I'm like, honestly, this is not a slight to me. Treat me like I'm a six year old. Oh. Over explain everything and explain it and multiple tell me, times. And tell me how great I am. Yeah. I, 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 I even tell my producers that I'm, I go, let me tell you how to manipulate me. Yeah. The like being mean or telling me that like, Sassy, you're not doing your job. You might lose your job if you don't like really Oof. step it up. That doesn't. No, that does not I work. Positive reinforcement. Yes. I need you to tell me how awesome I am. Yeah. I need you to feed me compliments and yeah. then I will want to perform even more. Yeah. It's like the um, like stage mom mentality where you're like, I just want to be the best, but you just have to keep giving me compliments, feeding me treats until I get to the end line. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So when I watched your, um, video with your boyfriend yeah, where Brooke. you guys talked about how you just ha the first time your first date yeah and you wore that 
your sweatshirt with a wolf on it. Yeah, which I literally almost wore today. But oh my like, god, that would have been. I wish you did. It's literally. It's just like my wardrobe is just sweatshirts and jeans. It's a very, very. I've given up aesthetic. The first time me and my boyfriend were, I guess, romantic, yeah, or whatever. He wore a shirt with a bear on it. It's like one of those fucking you guys in your weird Napoleon Dynamite shirts. But honestly, if you're going to see some like I'm of the mentality of I want you to see if you get into a relationship with me, what you're going to see in like three months right now and decide if you're into this. I think that's fantastic. It's just I would never wear one. Yeah. Well, you have your whole apartment is aesthetically amazing your style is great you do outfits of the day outfits of the night all damn day i appreciate that <laughs> but that's part of your brand the only thing that keeps me going <laughs> but what i really loved that you did in your video and mm-hmm. i want my listeners to hear this um for valentine's day you guys ordered each other's uh, yeah. other outfits so i think this is a fantastic idea it's a great idea even if it's not valentine's day if you're in a relationship or not or fuck it even if you like just wanted to do this with your friend or like what they did is they said we're just gonna go on amazon Mm -hmm. i wish amazon was sponsoring me right to be fair it was a brand deal so i I have to make sure people know that (laughs) it was a you do you have to say that no 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 it's just very apparent it's a brand deal in that video I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We definitely said it's a brand deal, but I didn't that I didn't catch that part. But it is something that I have done uh, in other relationships, too. Just that gimmick. Of, oh, my God. You cheated. You, 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 you used it with another boyfriend. Well, it's a friend thing, too. <laughs> it's the most fun. Honestly, it's like if you're going on a date night, if you're going for like a birthday, if you're going out for Valentine's Day and you tell each other you have a hundred dollars and you can go buy each other's outfits and then you have to wear them out. Like we oh wanted my to wear God. them out. Yeah. It's the most fun thing. Uh, do you know how much this terrifies me? <laughs> you know, like I, your relationship, I can imagine that there will be uh, yeah, a sense of fear. It would be weird as fuck. Well, you can set ground rules too. You can be like, no. I get like a veto of one item. No, you know, cause it's like, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. I would like I would get him like tons of bedazzled things yeah. like lots of gems lots of jewels and sparkles it'd be perfect it, I just I think this was that was such a good idea that I yeah. want I want couples out there to try this it's yeah it's a creative easy date night thing to do if you're out of ideas it's a very DIY date night and it's you don't even have to go out it's just funny to see what the other person puts you in yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to use this. Yeah. I put it in my notes. There you go. <laughs> and another thing that I got from that video. So you're an introvert. Yes, I am. This is the thing. I You're not. This is what you are. You can explain it to me and then I will counter with why I am. You're an ambivert. What's that? Exactly. So well, you can't counter me. <laughs> um, you are somebody who you, I mean, you're, you, you're outgoing in mm-hmm. a sense that you're great at, at so like socializing and, and talking sure you know and, and interacting with people sure. you're not aspergery whatsoever mm-hmm. um but the way that you recharge your batteries is by being in in alone alone yeah yeah so it's like because everybody has this idea of like oh if you're an introvert you're just you're quiet and you're awkward and you can't you but know see, you know but that's not really what it is. No. See, the, the definition, and I've done all the Myers-Briggs personality tests, is that everyone has a little bit of... Have you done those? No, wait, I've done... I don't know if that's one. I've done so many different tests. I don't know if that's the one. <laughs> not in that way, but... Uh, she's lots, clean. Lots of tests. Uh, <laughs> the Myers-Briggs is... I mean, speaking of relationships, is a really wonderful test to understand yourself and the person that you're dating and how compatible or incompatible you are. Is that where your numbers? It's like INFP, NF, like there's four no. letters that you are. I did the number. The, uh, the most recent one I did was like number. I'm a number. I'm like a number eight. Or I'm, oh, I'm not familiar with that one, but sounds great. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you when I remember what yeah. it's called. But the Myers-Briggs is really great. It takes like less than 15 minutes to do. As soon as I found it like two years ago, I got obsessed with it. Uh, it takes it's, less than 15 minutes? How yeah. You can't You can't possibly... But see, it changed... It's because it's basically asking you questions and asking you like on a scale of like yes or no, like how you would handle these certain situations. And so it's all quick and it does... Like your personality type changes as you get older. Of course, yeah. Um, and so... And it's always shifting so it's like i think i'm an infp or an infj and each 
letter category sounds for stands for something. So like the first one is I or E, like introvert or extrovert. And when you finish the test, it gives you the percentage of introvert versus extrovert you are. Interesting. So I'm I'm more introverted, but I have extroverted tendencies. And I had this whole like thing, this spiel. When I was growing up, I was very, very shy. And, but I loved performing in this weird way and I always wanted to perform, but I was always very, very shy socially. And so I always thought that it was negative, that I, you should want to be the life of the party. You should want to be the center of attention. And it, that just made me so overwhelmed, that concept. And so I always had this like sadness or like negative association with wanting to be alone a lot of times. And then when I realized that introvertedness isn't a negative, it just means that I lose energy being social I, I do as well I've related to this that's yeah. why I, I was I was convinced that you're an ambivert because that's what I think I am because what is ambivert well it's I, I like to be social and I like mm-hmm. to go out and and talk to people and or you know be out what do you, how do, what do you it's not even about going out you know it's being around people and interacting right. people but there's a cutoff where I'm like yeah yeah, no, I can't talk anymore. I need to be by myself. I need to recharge my batteries. Like, whereas a lot of people, like when they get off work, the way they recharge their batteries is going yeah. out and being social. Fuck that. Well, I have, I yeah. couldn't do that. I have a lot of friends. Like, I, it's funny too, because like my best friends, my boyfriends uh, have always been extroverts. They've always been people that don't want to be alone, that need to be out around other people that get like sad or just sort of like, uncomfortable when they're alone for too long where I'm like that's where I'm at my best no I love being alone or even just being alone with like a very small group of people oh yeah one other person or something like that right yes and so they're people that gain energy around other people and then lose energy when they're by themselves I lose energy around other people and gain energy by myself which is that's how I feel yeah so it, it you're an introvert, but with extroverted tendencies, like you should take this test. It's I'm 100 really going to take this test because also there's another website. I'll write all of this down for you. It's fascinating, and you'll lose hours of your life to it because you'll want all. Good. Of I your hope friends. I do it alone. <laughs> you'll want. I hope of, I lose hours of my life yeah. alone here. You'll want all of your friends to take it because then there's a, t- uh, a w- another website that shows you once you find out like what personality type everyone is, how what your compatibilities are. Like some people are like you know kindred spirits some personality types are like interesting opposites some personality types are like you're not going to get along with this person without don't try oh my god the pressure of that though but it's fascinating because i was going through a breakup and it was just one of those relationships that was like this should work on paper why hasn't this worked and we're spending more time fighting for this to work than being in a relationship yeah and so as we were breaking up we like took the test and once we got each other's personality types we we're like oh my god just by like personality definition we are opposites that probably should be friends and not lovers like it made the so much more comforting the breakup in a way to know that it wasn't like one or the other person it's just we're just opposites and we were fighting to try to be the same or to try to make the other person different right and so it was just very it, just comforting in a way yeah well what if you did you take it with your current boyfriend um i had he i made him take it uh like right when we started dating i was like take this test it's really important to me and (laughs) it's really (laughs) and he yeah he's a personality type that is the same as a lot of my really close friends that it's like you're very compatible and I was like, this makes sense that all of my friends that I enjoy spending the most amount of time with have this same personality type. And now I can start to see it in people that I meet that I'm like, oh, you're probably one of those because I feel this like very easy connection to you. What if you would have gotten the, oh, same, me. the same thing as like your ex-boyfriend or something that. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, please just, just waiting for the text back of like, what are you? What are you? Uh, but I already had a feeling that it was going to be different. It was one of those kind of instinctual things, like polar opposite of the person I dated. So this has to be different, but who knows? But see, that's how I feel about my current boyfriend. I'm yeah. like, there's no way it would be like, it, it could be a negative thing. It's like, we get, we're, we get along so well. Everything is just so easy. And yeah. he's just such a wonderful person. But what if there is that chance that he we take that test and it's like, Warning, warning, warning. It's all with a grain of salt, right? That it's like there, these aren't the black and white definitions of who people are, but it is fascinating to see like 
just kind of the peeled back layers of the personality type. And a lot of times for people reading it, they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's me. Oh, my God. This is creepy to read. Oh, my God. And so they don't even they haven't even come to complete terms with like that's part of their personality. So, I mean, you take all of it with a grain of salt. It's not, you know, uh, an exact definition of who you are, who you're going to continue to be your whole life. Well, I know what me and Bo are doing tonight. There you go. (laughs) It's a real fun time. We're taking that fucking test. It's also really fun because it tells you like I'm my personality type is the mediator where it's like someone that doesn't like conflict, but likes to communicate with people and like help people figure out like how to be better or do things and figure out problems. And there, so each personality type has like a thing like that with it. So yeah. it's really fun to go down and try and guess who all your friends are and then find out what they actually are. It's like March Madness. Oh. <laughs> soccer references, just like, or I mean like sports <laughs> references, soccer, whatever, whatever. Is it soccer or basketball? basketball? I don't fucking know. Sports <laughs> references. I can't. I just, the only reason I knew it was a sports thing is because I dated somebody who did sports, sports radio. Oh, so like, I legitimately was like, which sports Yeah, thing? it's a PTSD from that. <laughs> like, no, oh, no. <laughs> Help me. Okay, do you watch the Kardashians? <laughs> I, I was going to ask you about this, but um, I don't religiously watch i they're kind of a show for me that literally if i'm on a plane and it's marathoning i'm like this is perfect this is exactly what i want to watch for six hours it's fascinating to me and then i just found out about the chloe okay yeah i want to just i really want to discuss this because okay i nuts of course what they've been on for almost 10 years i have seen shows like if you know because it's the only thing we live in a communist country where the only thing we can watch is the kardashians because it's the only thing that's on tv constantly at all times yeah um so i've i've seen episodes before but i had never like real i had never marathoned it i'd never committed to it until recently when i was hungover yep that's the best time to do it and i spent a fucking nine hours on that couch and time time doesn't exist it does it's it blew my mind how much I enjoyed myself. And when you break down exactly what's happening, they are talking to each other on a couch. While then they eat salads. Right. Then they're talking to each other on another couch. Then they're working out and talking to each other. Then, then they're, they're in their closet talking to each other. It is the most simple thing. But the fact that they are these mega stars is just so fascinating. And the fact that their tone of voice is so monotone. I know. And I love it. It's like, like hypnotic it in a is. way. I legitimately like I love when Courtney comes on in her interviews. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just worried about Scott because he's been drinking and I just, you know, I, I, I just really need a change. That's I, it. It's it. That's, that's it. it. And it's it, and everyone's going to meme it and she's going to get 10 million more followers. It's nuts it's nuts if i were to cast a reality show they would be the last people like in the audition process that i would cast like fuck no zero energy yeah boring brings nothing to the table yeah yeah yeah. like all of us in vanderpump rules we're trying to throw drinks in each other's faces (laughs) do whatever the fuck we can and make it interesting yeah and they're sitting there eating their fucking salads that's the most fascinating thing is how mundane their lives are portrayed but how insane their lives are when you look at them online when you see the paparazzi that surrounds all their cars when you see the stories that they must go through and read about themselves constantly yeah i want i mean it's so curated and that's what is so fascinating that you know that there's a whole nother world back there that they don't show on camera that must be the most nuts ever well one of our producers worked on their show as well okay and i know they said that i will say this she said that they were actually really nice and really hard workers, like yeah. and very professional and just they know what they're doing. And they, which, that's the thing you can't fault them on is they know exactly what their brand is and they know exactly how to build their brand up and elevate everything that they're doing. They're so smart in such a bizarre it's way. It's just not fair because it's lazy reality television. And it's like it, it's uh, maybe I'm just so jealous 
Because I want to be See, able to just be a they're lazy your competition. Reality so person. I can't relate to this, but I can understand on a fundamental level why you would be upset. It's like, come on. Yeah. You guys, this isn't fair. I go to my producer. I'm like, why can't we do that? Yeah. Why I'll sit on we, my couch. Please. Yes. Just <laughs> let us talk about whatever. And like, and at the end of every episode, everything's resolved. The family's it's, back together. And it's, it's always one it's the smallest thing it's like i put a tracker on kim's car yeah and that's it and you're like and then kim finds out she goes i can't believe you and then it's it that's it yeah but they like worked out six times all through that the episode somehow i don't yeah it's fascinating it's one it's it's one uh, god i'm like i'm really wrestling with the whole thing because and, and especially now i feel like i was cheated on Like with this whole Tristan thing. Like I feel very upset. It has affected me. I heard. I think about it a lot. You heard this morning. No, no, no. no. Here. I heard this morning that she had her baby. Right. But that. Kim spit on him. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. I I just found that out right before you got here. I heard that. um, uh, Why am I blanking on the mom? Chris. Chris uh, curated the whole news drop that she knew back in October, but she wasn't going to let it hit the public because Chloe was still like six months pregnant. And so she manifested in the timeline as to when it would drop. Fuck you. Are you serious? That was something someone said to me this morning that they saw on the Internet. And as we all know, the Internet never lies about anything ever. Um, I would do that. But it's also if I found out that that if I had a daughter and I found out that, that she was finally in a good relationship. Yes, she's fucking six months pregnant, and that dude is fucking around. You bet your ass I would find a way to crucify that person in the most epic way possible. Right. Chris Jenner, you know what? Chris Jenner's my new idol. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that yeah. she, she is. That is brilliant. I'm sorry, that's justice. She's done. I have no idea what the reality of the behind the scenes is, but when you think about her as a momager of that whole family and as this like overlord of like, I imagine her looking at like a goddamn Game of Thrones. I was just about to say she would win (laughs) the Game of Thrones. Yeah, that she's moving chess pieces and making, but at the same time with the intention of keeping her family safe i don't even know it's so like what do you do in that scenario if you have that information let's say hypothetically this is real in that situation if you're chris jenner and you know it's october it's now uh, april so she's been sitting on this information or this news for six months so chloe did it so okay what you heard you heard what i heard is like uh chris found out back at the end of last year since this happened in october and that video footage you know wasn't sitting behind bars for like i thought that was from the other day no it was from like back in october that he cheated and so meaning the video footage of him kissing a girl was the other day day. yeah it came out the other day but wasn't it the other day no i heard it was back in october it was on social media i thought i heard that the club thing was back in october and then uh, the club footage and so that she's been holding on to that until this very moment to leak it to make it the ultimate like that's all rumors. Don't trust a goddamn thing I say. This is me just repeating things I've heard this so, morning. So did you? Did Chloe know about it? I have no idea. Uh, my assumption was that she was holding on to it, one, for Chloe's sake, but two, who knows? If Chloe knew and was like, uh, fuck this guy, wait till like I'll pretend I don't know. But I have no idea. No idea. That's the thing about the Kardashians is that when one little domino falls, 10,000 conspiracy theories fall yeah, next I know. to it like i was convinced before i had that binge that um hungover binge watching thing yeah i was convinced that the paris thing was a fake was fake and now after watching yeah that's the season i'm like i don't think it was fake no anymore i no. think that was totally real i don't think i mean these there people might say that I mean, they're my like words, yeah yeah people might say that the kardashians are like you know superficial and attention seeking and x y and z but something like that i really think is not something that they would ever ever manifest in like a fake way it it seems too much i can't even get my mind is blown right now that like chris might have been might 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 have been it's alleged alleged yeah i have no idea i haven't looked in it literally was in a creative meeting this morning and someone brought it up and i was like what because i just 
caught so up was, on all of it last night. Was this person someone who did did this person say it with like conviction? They said that they read this morning that oh, Chris, they they read it. Yeah, that they read news stories that people are saying Chris knew and was waiting to drop. Like it's all been a very timed and calculated drop of this because it is very coincidental that it's happening she just had her baby today at like 4 a.m so it's like mm, there is a little bit of speculation of like how coincidental the timing was of all of that I I have no idea and that's one of those things that like thank god I'm not a Kardashian because that seems way too intense I totally want to be a Kardashian it's like the women rule the world yeah yeah I mean I feel so scared for any male that comes into that that family family. but that's what I mean right it's like that Tristan where's the common sense he He seemed like a decent guy he seemed no I fell in love with Tristan I was watching those episodes I'm like Chloe finally found a good one she deserves love I'm now I'm like now questioning my own relationship (laughs) I'm like what the fuck is he is he tricking me is he a con man what's going on because this I was totally I totally fell for Tristan I thought that that was like I can't believe how invested Uh, I am I really need hobbies but that's the sign of a good reality television show it sucks you in but they have so much scandal and they get cheated on so much. Yes. That it makes me wonder, like, what's going on? Do, maybe they're just okay with it, too. I mean, I, I'm, I've been thinking about it lately. Like, if I had that much money and was so successful. Also, and if had you were this- raised the way with the OJ Simpson thing and their dad and all of that, and you're raised in this chaos, you don't know what normal is. That's true. And I don't think that they, I don't think they would feel comfortable if their lives were like in the suburbs without cameras yeah yeah that's my theory that's actually no that's a really good point because i you forget that they their dad was you know oj's like good friend and that they had that entire childhood surrounded by one of like the biggest scandals in history so it's like that's what i always forget when i watch the reality show and then i'm like oh right they must have so much trauma from growing up and from like people associating them with their dad and their dad being associated to oj simpson and giving them the shit and like all of it yeah yeah there's a so there's a lot of layers you're right god bless the kardashians they're doing it also remember that kim kardashian was paris hilton's assistant i have to remember that that is the best she was organizing closets yes oh my god that is the fucking best whenever i watch it and i'm like and she's like launching her new like amethyst this and all of that i'm like you <laughs> and you and paris hilton have the most hilarious photo of you guys with matching louis vuitton bags yes i remember that yeah she's come a long way god nuts goals i mean yeah to come back from a sex tape being the thing that you're famous for and now you're like the Listen, goal of businesswoman. That, though, is not her fault. No, it, it, she had to sign off on that. She, I feel like this was a moment of where she knew what she was doing because when that started happening, I don't know if you know this, what? that like season right before, right after, when season two, I think, was airing. Oh, no, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, my ex-boyfriend Frank Curlyhe, like calling him out um, yeah. whenever I can now, yeah. since I wasn't allowed to back then, yeah. um, tried selling a video of me yeah. to everyone. He couldn't, I mean, because I wouldn't allow it. Right. Like, I I mean, obviously, like, I had lawyers and everything like that. That was, like, a big deal. But I learned during that time... That you have to sign off for someone to be able to... Uh, to distribute. Produce it, to yeah. distribute it. To even TMZ... W- I mean, they all watched it, but they wouldn't even put it up there because right. so not even just distribute it like or so just present it yeah yeah it's um so that's I mean, they might have been you know she might have been in front of her game of thrones board right back then yeah, I mean, no, listen whatever out. whatever you want whatever your own <laughs> to each whatever your own. journey is everyone's got a different one and no i mean no one is wrong no one is right yeah, yeah. so but i but i but i feel what are the kids saying nowadays? I feel shook. Shook. <laughs> shook. I shook feel it. shook by all of this, this Tristan shit. I feel shook by Channing Tatum and Jenna Duan oh, splitting yeah. up. But that was, was that a mutual thing? Nothing. That was no like, tragedy. It, then, it's right? making me not believe in, it's like, what, what's happening? So who's your couple goals? 
because when Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt, that oh, was a that tough was one. that one was a, that one was a, yes, that was a, that was really hard. That was a really hard one too. Yes, I one hundred percent, and especially because I've listened to her podcast a few times and just like here, she seemed so sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I was like, oh, fuck. Did he just like get really attractive and then, you know, get Jurassic World and then all of a sudden it's like doesn't work anymore? I don't know. I, who knows? And when you are both that popular and your schedules are so unaligned, like sometimes it's like this is more work than it's worth. It yeah. feels like it's just a bummer because you're like, you're funny and beautiful and you're funny and now beautiful. So like this yeah. makes sense. It's it's it was a bummer. I guess the only one that's left is, and it's not even that big of a, is Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Just because I think Ryan yeah. Reynolds is hysterical. Oh, and he just got challenged about his relationship and just like he clapped would... back about it. And I was like, this makes me like them even more. Yeah. This he's like, fantastic. actually, I could really use some alone time. Yeah. I was like, all right. Great. That's the best way to do it. Okay. We're still going to believe in love. Yeah. When Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds break up. Yes. Text me because I might be <laughs> I might be in the fetal position, the just apocalypse. rocking back and forth. Yeah. Okay. So I have some questions before you go from Great. some Twitter people. Awesome. I got this from a lot of people. Everyone just wants to know your fucking new projects. Are you doing a third book? Are you doing another movie? Oh. Are you doing? Um, I mean, it's hard. It's this like the the most stereotypical and annoying thing that like YouTubers say is like I can't really say anything about stuff. I yet. mean, that's what everybody. I yeah, understand. Um, I understand. There is a book in the works that um I don't want to say too much about because it's just like there is something in the works. I'm still trying to figure it out, so I'll feel more confident talking about it when I know exactly what it is. But I want it to be different than my first two books and something that's a little bit more personal and a little bit more um more of a book like my first two were like kind of comedy self-help guides and so I want this one to feel different so I really want to figure it out before I start really talking about it but the the seed is planted there um Mamrie and I have a show on YouTube now that we're doing called this might get that we're doing five days a week now um which has been really fun and that's happening and then just uh, trying to get some other stuff going trying to get some shows or um just anything basically doing a lot of pitching of stuff so developing things when and i always say this whenever people ask like you will know i will let people know as when soon as there I is s- something to talk about right but um but yeah just trying to get stuff going it's one of my least favorite questions to be asked so i'm so sorry that i asked you no that it's it's totally valid because a lot of times you forget like you know when you're like oh yeah what else am i doing what else am i doing oh there's um uh i work with this company called okay 1984 and we have some jewelry pieces coming out soon that'll be really cool for it's like um best friend see jewelry. you forgot yeah exactly so there's yeah there's there's stuff that's all trying to happen but the timelines aren't specific yet to be like it's happening at this exact point right totally yeah. but shit to look forward to exactly exactly okay another one and then this is by at hell big sparkle so okay. someone has a either your last name or did this for you that's did a twitter account for you Perfect. have you ever made a decision that you regretted at the time but now you're glad you made it have i ever made a decision that i regretted at the time but now i'm glad i made it oh that's a tough question it, it's such a tough question it's like so broad you're like you have to just like go back way it's uh that i regretted at the time that i'm glad i made it i'm sure there's been auditions that have come up that i've been like no i definitely don't want to do that because i'm tall and blonde so a lot of the auditions that i get called in for are like sexy wife and i don't want to play those parts like i want to play funny and i want to not play like done up and so i'm sure there's plenty of things sexy wife yeah, I'll forward you the emails when they come in next time. You ungrateful little bitch. Oh, uh, right. Um, I'll think on that one. If I come up with something more specific, I'll let you know. But I usually, anything that comes up that I'm like, ugh, I repress deep down and try not to think about it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, good point. Yeah. Okay. Do you watch, um, well, yeah, you, you do watch The Housewives. Oh, but big what, time. But what is your favorite, um, yeah, which, which one? Franchise? Which, Yes. Ooh, I mean, I'm from New Jersey, so obviously I love New Jersey. That's the only one I don't watch. Well, see, I went to college in the county that they, um, they're all from and live in, and I taught tennis in that county in Franklin Lakes, which is like the town that they all supposedly right. live in. So that one just felt like, oh, kind of weirdly close to home. I mean, I love 
Orange County. They're, I love Orange County too. They're really great, but Orange County, there's this new thing that is so much more fascinating to me than like the new franchises, which is that, you know, the um, uh, Tamra's and Vicky Gundelson's of the world have been on for so long that now they're having this like new psychological development of like wondering what their storylines like it seems a little like preemptively planning what they want to happen and a lot of their especially like social media plays such a part now where they're like you tweeted this about me or I saw it on the blogs the amount of time I hear I saw it or I read it on the blogs in episodes where they're calling each other out right and, like this is just so fascinating to see how now they like I've now gotten to the point where if there's a major fight happening on an episode i look up their twitter to be like what are they saying to each other right now they they do you know housewives twitter fight more than any other fucking yeah reality I mean, do show. you guys do that i don't okay do people from uh, um, or do you feel a need like if there's an episode to be like i have to explain myself in this situation or add more context to this I'm I, I I don't like I don't really like to do that Katie used to drunkenly do that at three like I would wake Oof. up in the morning and be like oh no and I would look at Katie's Twitter and just I was like what time was that oh no oh, she was yikes. like she was drunk yikes. some some of us do like Jax gets super sensitive about shit Sheena does Jax liked my tweet about you being on um the, my I'm, podcast he doesn't follow me at all but just randomly liked my tweet. And I was like, what is he searching? Is he just searching all of your names? That is so <laughs> random. Yeah. Shout out to Jax. Thank you for that. Thanks for the like. Yeah. Um, sure, I'll take it. I don't know. I just think it's so... I, I feel like people who... I might get in trouble for this, but people who fight via Twitter, yeah. like it kind of just shows like that you have like lesser intelligence or your brain is kind of underdeveloped like really like there are more important things yeah than like just i getting into a twitter war if you if you're using it as a platform to defend yourself if something's been taken out of context and of course when we've all defended ourselves and i have defended myself but it to go back and forth with but that's the thing is that I've learned firsthand on the internet that anything you post online, you can delete your tweet within two seconds it afterwards. It's screen grabbed by a hundred people. It um, doesn't go away yeah. at all whatsoever. Nothing you ever put out goes away. You can put yeah. out a podcast and do, have it taken <laughs> down within an hour and it doesn't matter. People fucking, people will still bring it up like crazy. Will, yeah. The, uh, never goes away. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. I think but I do love Beverly Hills and I love New York. They're all New York is my favorite. New York's really great. I mean, speaking of Durand and all them, Sonia Morgan is the most fascinating character to we me. We talked about this. Yeah. I think Sonia Morgan is the most underrated reality star. She is just how unaware she is is just it's and it, beautiful. It's yeah, but it's also <laughs> it's one beautiful. of those like, am I being conned? Is she super aware and playing this part? Like I really don't no, think so. I don't think so. It's, but it still makes me wonder. This season's going to be insane. Luann goes to rehab. It's going to be nuts. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh. Wait, I know that Sonia, I wonder if I'm like, oh, whatever, fuck it. I know that Sonia is that unaware because just like a little, so she got a podcast with my podcast company before I did, mm-hmm. but didn't realize like what it was. It's a little too, it's a little too much that like she has to host for an hour. She had to, she, they, she can't, it, it she canceled it like right away, like oh, after wow. a few episodes. And that to me is just so fucking Sonia. <laughs> like, that's, when she used to do her like, um, what would she call those? Like shows? Toast? Oh. No, the like where she's uh, burlesque shows. Uh-huh. And she would do them and she's like clearly drunk and they'd all show up and be at the table. And it, I guess it was like a charity event or something. And she's like singing this weird like burlesque jazz number and like like shaking her ass on this stage and even the editing you could tell tried to make it seem more interesting but i was like this is uh, seasons ago and i'm like i just want to see the unedited full version of that that show fantastic it must have been the most awkward thing to watch 
ever, but I would have loved it. It would have been fantastic. The New York Housewives love doing burlesque. Like, it, isn't Luann doing that now? I don't know what Luann's doing now. She's. I'm sorry, but I have an obsession with Luann because I watch her music videos on the reg. Ugh. I literally sat in Paris with my friends. Like, after like a day of like being around, we're like, I'm tired. Like, I need to have like my like five o'clock nap time. Yeah. We would go back to our Airbnb and just look on the TV and, and just repeat I've, her music videos over and over again for relaxation because uh, you just laugh. It's like orgasming. Yeah. When you laugh well, really laugh hard. therapy too. Or, yes. It, it's like I just have this release of like, this is fantastic. I've never seen one of her music videos. Oh my God, Grace. I have you, to watch it. Please I, go home and look up her music videos. Uh, so May Marie and I, we were doing a little bit of press for this new YouTube show and we went and did KTLA out here at like 8 a.m. and Erica Jane watched walked into the dressing room and we showed up like Looked our own it, yeah. hair and makeup like because it's 8 a.m. and we're like our demo doesn't watch the 8 o'clock news like or 8 a.m. like good morning news we don't need to look our best we're going on for three minutes Erica Jane came in full glam squad full like she was wearing like a sweatsuit but like looked incredible and Mamer and I just looked at each other like you freaking out I'm freaking out at cool what do people do how do you sit normal all right we're sit like this great okay oh, wait, no the re- my whole uh, my whole cast we're still we still do what you do oh yeah we don't, <laughs> Sheena comes in with a glam squad there are a couple that come in with a glam squad but no we but still do our own shit we're just go, like <laughs> I'm fascinated because you guys must go to all of these events or like upfronts and things like that with all of the housewives and they all all the housewives have it's like we're it's like they're all mariah carey i went to uh i I used to have a show on e and i went to one of the upfronts uh which is e and bravo together in new york and one of the greatest moments actually the kardashians were there like three of them i think it was like courtney and kim and i remember that year i didn't go but i remember that year seeing photos and uh it was, yeah, it was Tamara uh, from Orange County and Vicky and um, uh, who's the other blonde one that screams a lot that just got divorced? Um, from uh, Orange County? Orange County. That, uh, oh, oh, they're all, this is going to kill me. It's going to kill me too because I, I think I follow her on Instagram now. That just got divorced? Orange from, County. She, her husband was uh, found cheating on her and then... Um, I'm going to lose my mind if I can't remember this. What is her name? Oh, my God. Do I just let me just tr- let me just look it up real fast. Yeah. Hold up. There's a I'm, billion people screaming into their I'm, like Alexis totally. right now being like, it's the Heather. 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 Heather? No, not Heather Dubrow. No, not Heather Dubrow. No. Um, oh. Real Housewives. Come on. That needed to be the first one to come up. Housewives. Orange. Okay, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Who the fuck are you talking about? The... Oh, are you talking about her? Yeah, they got yeah. cheated on. Oh, they got cheated on. Yeah. What's her name again? Oh, fuck. That's why I'm losing my mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> sit, sit, sit. I just looked at the photo. That's all, um, Shannon. 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 Oh, my God. That, that would have really hurt. Oh, God. That would have so, really hurt. I'm sorry to everyone that had to deal with that for a second. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I don't edit shit out, so I'm going to let yeah. everybody just sit and just that, scream. Yes. <laughs> um, Shan- the three of them, like, came in from behind, and it was, like, one o'clock in the afternoon, and they were so lit. It was perfect. And I was, like, by myself with, like, a publicist now, from the show. do you show. mean lit as in, like, on drugs? No, they were or, like face, and it was great, but not even shit face, like, too I, much. Or I didn't know if you were there. Were like lit like as in like they had like cam like oh the right no no lighting. no no they were just like they were very and they were behind me going did we finish the uh they were like did we finish the fireball yeah you took the last shot and i was like they're perfect they're perfect they're perfect they're perfect i it was like the best conversation i could have overheard for three seconds oh that is fantastic and then they went and did the carpet and they were just great and i was like oh my god they're perfect there is this thing about bravo people yeah. where we are all alcoholics <laughs> most of us are functioning alcoholics right but we all drink like we just did the watch what happens live thing where like yeah what was that where it's like because they they were doing it in la on a in a big at the will turn oh yeah so yeah. they had like 30 of us come I was the first. I'm so sick of being on time to shit. I am not. And I literally say this to all my producers. I'm like, I'm so sick of being on time because none of my cast members are ever uh, on time. Yeah. I was the first 
Bravo person there. I'm oh, like, no. are you telling me out of every cast, I'm still the first person oh, here? Oh, God. Fuck this. But there was a bar. And when Perfect. I say it was the, in the dressing rooms, I'm like, oh, my God, this is we're not the only ones who are yeah, those crazy like, alcoholics that just need to be drinking. Same cloth. We, it's like this weird thing. Bravo people were drinkers. Well, I mean, there's a reason that they cast all you guys because they give you some alcohol and put you on camera and yeah. see what happens. Yeah, listen, I only choose jobs based on whether I can drink during that. I only choose entertainment in which I'm in control of the editing process. Yeah. <laughs> see, you're more business minded than you think. Oh, God. But no, we're all the same. Mamrie, Hannah, and I do live shows and we have a bio- bottle of Fireball backstage that when we run off often on stage we're just doing shots to the point that we've had to like move our meet and greets from after our shows to before our shows oh that's smart uh it's the most genius thing we've ever changed in our whole oh, lives oh that's really smart yeah because there's been times at meet and greets where we uh, have to like whisper to each other like get it together get it together get yeah. it together yeah yeah but it's yeah it's all the same thing yeah fireball is our reunion drink of choice it's it's really good we've kind of we've had too much of it that we're trying to wean off of it it's now become that thing where it feels like the drink you had in college where you're like oh gag reflex every time you think about it yeah shout out to fireball hey um thank you so much of course yes thank you so much thank you for having me uh you're fucking hysterical vice versa and uh well thank you for doing my podcast to begin with yeah if you haven't listened to it go listen to it so yeah it's, and plug everything that you want to plug everyone go follow grace at, at grace helbig yeah grace helbig everywhere um the new show with memory is called this might get um youtube.com slash this might get and the podcast is not too deep you can listen to it everywhere um, oh, also, I had a question. You follow 666 people on Instagram. Is that specific? Yeah, it is. Oh, so okay. when I follow someone, <laughs> I unfollow somebody else. And today I woke up and saw or it's at some point today. I'm like, why does it only say 665? Did someone block me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, this feels like it's specific. If it's not, it's the weirdest coincidence of all time. That you would be my 666. I was like, sure, I'll take it. Take it. <laughs> No, now I need to find somebody else to follow right now. Uh, I mean, are you following Dorinda? Yeah. Oh, I'm not. So that it's, was me telling myself to see, do. Now I'm stressed out again because I, uh, you reminded me of the 666 thing. Yeah. There you go. I mean, someone blocked me. All right. <laughs> um, bye, y'all. Thanks. <laughs> bye. <Yeah. laughs>